Hello, I'm Coach Drew with the Vegas Lights AAU basketball team and a private coach for many, many athletes from ages four way up into the professional range. Now, I would like to take you on an adventure. We're going to go ahead and take a look at different basketball from all around the world. Our focus is to make sure that you are welcomed into the world of basketball through my insight, through my knowledge, and through my years of training, we're going to make sure that you can see basketball the same way we can. So stay tuned for the world of basketball with me, your host, Coach Drew. I'd like to thank everybody for sitting down here watching me today, but we got some big things to talk about. This segment is called Eurostep. Reason being is that we're going to go ahead and take a look at Euro basketball. Take a look at some of the Euro basketball women as well as the Euro basketball men. Now, one of the key things that I want to look at is that France team. My God, what a team. They've already put it together. They've already put themselves out there to say that we have our 12 man roster or 12 woman roster already in place for the final round now i thought to myself why is this why are they coming off so bossy at this point in time well guess what i think i know why it goes by two reasons why i would be boasting right now and these are these two young teenagers who dominated the under 16 division and their names is going to be maria fatu and Ileana Rupert, they were amazing. They held it down back in 2000, uh, I believe it was 2018 or 2017, where they really held it down and really did their thing. And I'm expecting to, for them to do their thing right now in the under-19 division. So that's one person that I really, one team I really want to look at. One person I really want to look at. Now, is this meaning that they're calling out the USA under-19 team? Does this mean that they're now looking for something different or they're going to be building for the future? And that's what I see it as. This right here is a stake to the claim. With her father being a great coach in the past, honestly, they're right now cementing France's future in the World Cup. That's something I want to look forward to. So, France... I say on behalf of USA, we are accepting your challenge. We challenge you to now meet us, to play your best, because we will be playing ours. And that's one thing that Coach Drew had to say about that. Now, let's go ahead and talk about the Brazilian blur. Yes. The man who's never stopped playing basketball. You found him on every team in the, w I mean, in the NBA that you was like, wow, this guy does not quit. But guess what? He don't quit. Leandro Barbosa is back for his fifth World Cup. And I'm going to tell you the truth. I was all chills on the first one back in 2002. And I sit here all chills again for this one. He say he's going to go ahead and, um, how should I put it? Try and round out his career. But I think his career has been fabulous. The 36-year-old has been pushing through year after year throughout the NBA, and he has been a name 
that's synonymous with defense. So I think he's going to give Brazil that same edge. Now, going into the World Cup, I know that there's a lot of teams saying that, you know, some people may be able to do this. Some teams may be able to do that. Montenegro is a team that we really want to look for. But what we're looking for at the end of uh, August, when they go into that 32-game series, is that they are going to stand up and take, you know, take notice that Barbosa is for real. And at 36, he's still somebody to be reckoned with. Now, I think Dwayne Wade said it best that this year's World Cup is going to have a lot of competition. I want to see it. I'm ready to look for it. Right now, we're going to go ahead and I want to take a look at one more thing. One more major, major thing at this point in time. See, there's a player that I want to watch for. There's a guy, he was drafted by Washington Wizards. But he is somebody who I really, really like. Now, if anybody's familiar with the game uh, NBA Live 2K, they are familiar with that story mode. And if you sat there in your living room playing this game as I have, as my daughters have, as their friends have, there was one person in that story mode, you thought to yourself, man, if he could be real, the NBA would be on notice. And that was a flying dragon. Washington Wizards drafted number nine, Rui Harimocha. I, I may be mispronouncing that name. I want to say it correctly because he is a fabulous player. I, it is Rui Hachimura. He is one of the greatest basketball players I have seen. Coming out of Japan, he's here to kill stereotypes as well as kill defense. He is a high flyer. He is a major player. He's going to be a major player for the Washington Wizards, but first, he's going to be a major player for Japan on the World Cup stage. I'm rooting for you, Rui. We're all in your corner. You know, I know what you can do. I'm already a fan. Go ahead and show everybody else what Coach Drew sees. All right, now, with those games coming up, we have eight games kicking off as of the 31st of August to kick off the World Cup. One of the games I really want everyone to stand by and look at is the game for China. They're going to be the host team, and they're playing that day. I'm telling you, this is going to be one of the toughest World Cups we will see. USA, do not take anything lightly. China, do not take anything lightly. And Montenegro, I know we have some great players on there. Please do not take anything lightly. This is going to be a tough one. Hang around here with Coach Drew. I'll be back. Hi, I'm Coach Drew, as you know. We're back, and we're talking about it in our third segment. This is our segment we call, since it's the third segment, Three on Three. So here's what we're going to talk about. First off, I want to talk about some things in the FIBA that is going on right now. Did y'all know that Latvia has actually taken down the former champ of the three on three, Serbia? The way they did it was in an expressive fashion. Him the three-pointer. At, to end the game. 
This is a phenomenal team in a presence, and I think, in my mind, they were the best team going in. They were one of the teams that had the players that I was looking at. They had the skills. They were moving the right way. A lot of court spacing, and you're going to see that during our breakdown later on. Now, another thing that I want to touch base on, the under-16 USA women's team has been getting a lot of flack, if you will, for, and I've been seeing memes going around on Instagram, on Facebook, for their win over El Salvador, 114 to 19. They showed the picture of the height difference to El Salvador to the USA. Everybody chuckled. We had a good laugh about it. Ha ha. They said, man, it must be something in our hormones, this and this and this. But let's go ahead and take a look at the story behind the story. These girls have done nothing short, nothing short of amazing. They've been running through the world left and right. Being in Puerto Rico, 90 to 30. Beating, uh, beating mostly every team with a triple digit win and they actually are leaving teams on the 30 mark great wins throughout the whole entire tournament blowing out team after team it shows me that this team was well prepared for this tournament now the players heights did not mean a thing they played against girls that were their height they played against girls that were smaller they played against some girls that were bigger but their heart their talent and their skill stepped up. And for that alone, I knew that they were going to be great. This is a great team and they should be applauded. So, when you send the next meme around or you send your next story that's half-baked that a week ago or two weeks ago that a team beat another team by over 100 points, let's follow up. Let's take a look at what that team is doing day in and day out, series after series. Let's not discount them just because El Salvador was a little bit smaller. But let's go ahead and celebrate the fact that these girls gave it their all. And for that, I applaud them. I definitely do. Now, I want to take a deep look into my next topic. This topic is under 19 uh, USA men's roster. And I say men's roster with the utmost amount of vigor. These boys are men amongst men. And this will be a huge, huge challenge for anybody that's going to meet up with them. I have a couple of them, some power forwards that you can right now put into the league and they will actually make a statement. See, I apologize. I'm going to play a little bit of fanboy. I'm going to play a little bit of homer with it. Even though right now I am here in Vegas and I am shooting for Vegas. Beautiful Vegas, by the way. I spent most of my coaching career in Florida. So some of these people, I've got to see them play. Some of these people, I've heard about them play. But these are a couple guys that I just want you to look out for in that under-19 game. First, is I want you to look out for Zaire Williams. He's not from Florida. I'm sorry, he's not from Florida. 
but he's still something to look at. Even when I was in Florida, I had an eye on this kid. He's six, seven hundred and seventy five pounds. He's a small forward. And don't don't belittle him just because he seems to be a little bit slim in stature. That doesn't make up for what he can do. He's a very powerful small forward with muscles and strength to dominate just about anybody he plays against. And plus the speed and ball handle to get by any other smaller defender. So beware. I'm telling you, world, beware. Zion, Zaire Williams is coming. And he's not playing. Next, Scotty Barnes from West Palm Beach. You know, uh, a location that I'm very familiar with. He's coming out of NSU um, University School, 6'8", 210 pounds, power forward. When I say that these are men amongst men, these are men. You're not going to push him around. He's a solid player. He knows his way in the post. He knows his way outside the post. One of the better ones out there. And I'm telling you, I'm looking forward to watching him play on the big stage. That is one thing I can promise you. Now, last but not least, the one that I want to highlight in here is going to be Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Also, out of Florida, out of Overland Park. You know, um, he's he's a great power forward again. I'm telling you, I like my bigs. I like my bigs to be able to be dominant. I want him to be able to be quick. And at 6'9", 235 pounds, he's not only dominant and quick, he's also a force. This is somebody that you want to definitely look out for. I'm going to keep my eyes out for them at all costs because these are the ones that we're going to build off of. When we look at that under-19 team, they are stocked full of kids like this. These three that I highlighted are not just the only three on the team. I didn't highlight them because they were the greatest three. I highlighted them because these three is just a great example of the depth and the strength that we have on on that team. I tell you, all of us here at World of Sports is behind you, boys. You keep on doing what you're doing. Right, we're going to take a quick little break. I want to go ahead and touch base on a few other things that's happening in the basketball. But guess what? We're coming back home for this next one. We're going to be right back. Stick around. I'd like to thank everybody for sitting here with me during this time. Because I know it is hard to do the right thing all the time. That's why we got this segment coming up. It's called, is it shady or is it genius? Now, the first person that we're going to have on this segment, this is the first time we're having this segment because it's the first time we're doing the show. But this segment is going to happen once a week. So here goes our topic for this week. Is it shady or is it genius? This goes out to the Golden State Warriors and the Santa Cruz Warriors. Y'all as well. Everybody's into this pot. Was it shady to have Alan uh, Smolajic hide in Santa Cruz for a year? Or, better yet, or was it genius? 
Or let me ask you another question. Was it shady to not have him play in the championship game so no other team could see him or see what he could do? Or was it genius? Was it shady to go ahead and trade away a pick that was worth nothing to somebody else so you could get to trade up to get him? Or was it genius? See, me personally, let me go ahead and tell you what I think from Coach Drew's point of view. If I am in the Golden State organization, I would like to tell you that that is genius. This kid came over here. He wasn't able to make it a year ago, but he was able to make it onto a G League roster. So you took that chance on him, and you put him on that G League roster. You played with him throughout the year. You saw him develop, and he developed into something that was amazing. So let me tell you. If you give me scraps and I turn around and make the best Thanksgiving dinner of your life, please believe me, you're not going to know my recipe. And you're probably not going to get none of that dinner neither. That's not being shady. That's just genius. And I'm going to tell you the truth. I applaud them for that. They should be doing that a lot more. They had Clay Thompson's brother over there. And they had uh, Steph Curry's brother over there. Maybe we just need to go to Serbia and get it. Shady or genius, either way, I applaud you. Santa Cruz, good job. All right. Now, let's go ahead and move on because there's a couple other things that I want to talk about. I want to talk about our hometown heroes, and I really like them. I'm a huge fan of every single player on there, especially, to Asia Wilson and Liz Cambay. I want to talk about our Las Vegas Aces. These girls have been playing phenomenal basketball since the year started. They're 5-4 and four right now, trading wins, going back and forth, losing one but getting some great blowouts in the other. So we see that they do have that potential to meet up with some of the great ones. Even though earlier in the year taking down the Los Angeles Sparks, I do see that they have a great potential to keep on growing. Last game I saw them play, against the Dallas Wings, seeing Liz Cambay play against her former team and be as dominant as she was when she had on that jersey made me feel good. I think we have some great things in store for our future. And behind Bill Lambeer, one of the original bad boys, I know that they're going to show that kind of toughness that any adversity that they have going into these playoffs, they will be able to shake it off. Five and four, I'm not worried. I know the second half of the season is on its way, and we got this. All right. I also want to talk about a couple other standouts, a couple great ones. And these are all the great ones that we get to see every week during this time of the year. No, 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 no. Don't run to your NBA TV. Don't grab your league pass. I'm not talking about the summer league. I'm actually talking about the Drew League, one of some great basketball that you get to see play from some players that are amateur and some budding talent. Some of the talents that I really want to go ahead and really acknowledge is Sharif O'Neal, Shaq's son, dunking on everybody, looking phenomenal. After that surgery that took him out of uh, that first year of playing college basketball, I didn't think that he was going to come back looking this strong this quickly. But boy, is he jumping out the building, dunking on everybody to the point where it doesn't matter what he does. They're loving him. And watching his little brother, Shakir, play alongside him, 
it warms my heart. I know. I know. Shaq feels great about it. But I know when they watching him bounce, little Shaq here bouncing up and just banging on people, this is something to watch. Those brothers are the brothers to watch. O'Neal boys, y'all doing a great thing over there in that Drew League. But speaking of brothers to watch that we all been watching for a long time, for the last three years, I want to go ahead and touch base on another Drew League standout, LaMelo Ball. Hands down, he's shown that he is a man out there and he is his own man. He is not Lonzo's little brother anymore. He is LaMelo Ball. He came out to that Drew League showing up, hitting shot after shot, bouncing and showing that his height at his skill level, he is still one of the more phenomenal players. And even though he will not be donning a college jersey next year, he will be still lighting things up. I'm going to talk to you about that a little bit more later. But I'm telling you, LaMelo is something to be watching. Now, some other great Drew League standouts, some people who are very much on the low, but still coming in there, showing out, has been everyone. Y'all doing a great job. The name of the thing is to produce. That's the whole name of the game. You go out there, you produce. You show up, you work hard, you make those great highlights. The ones who I didn't mention, the ones who didn't get named by Baller's Life and the other media outlets, trust me, your time is coming. We all see you. We see what you're doing. All of the coaches are watching, just not Coach Drew. All right? I want to go ahead and take a brief little break. I want to come back. We're going to talk a little bit more about LaMelo Ball and his future. I know you've heard the surprise, but guess what? I want to talk about it anyway. All right, I'll see you in a little bit. Hang tight. Go get yourself some shit. Hope you got your chips. I got some big news for you. LaMelo Ball, Drew League standout, uh, major basketball standout, Spire standout. He has now signed to play professional basketball once again. He's going his second stint in professional basketball. Once again, he's going overseas. But he's going to be playing in the NBL. And if anybody knows anything about the NBL, that is pretty much like one of the, 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 the step down from the NBA. This is one of the best basketball leagues that you're going to find in the world where you have dominant basketball players. Now, being a fan of the Lakers, yes, my name is Lakers. I love the fact that last year, Lonzo Ball got a chance to develop behind Rajon Rondo. And I think because of that, that made him a better basketball player as well as a better point guard. So now that we've traded him off to New Orleans, I think he's going to be a better point guard for it. Now LaMelo can have the same opportunity because LaMelo has former Houston point guard Aaron Brooks that he's going to be playing alongside with because the Ilwara Hawks have signed not only LaMelo Ball, but Aaron Brooks as well. So now the development is going to really take place. So LaMelo, please take this time out. Learn all you can. Take those shots that I, we all love to see you make. Be as athletic and as mellow as you can be. But please take that time out. Learn. Aaron Brooks brings to the table a hard work ethic that we, that only is matched by people like Patrick Beverly. So if you want to learn how to play defense, he will teach you about defense. 
shots is great. And I guarantee that you can be able to stop anybody with your athleticism as well as your basketball know-how. You are far beyond any player that we see. So I know what your goal is to be the number one player for the 2020 draft. It starts today. As being that player for the Illwater Hawks, you got to go out there and put in that work. Show them the Drew League was not a hoax. Lithuania was not a hoax. Spire was not a publicity stunt. You are a basketball player. You're a baller. And I'm behind you 100%. Great job, LaMelo. And and I also want to say, great job, Iwara. Taking a chance on somebody who, despite what everything else that's going on around him, you can see the skill in which he plays. See, that's our take a look at the things going on down under. So, NBL, please... Continue to shine every week. We're going to take a look at something going on down there. We're going to highlight one of their teams and one of the great things that they're doing. Hopefully, LaMelo will be in our highlights a lot. Possibly. All right, let's take a quick break. I will be back for the final segment. This is going to be the breakdown. We're going to take a look at that 3-3 three and three game that I talked about earlier. I said we'll look at it again. I told you, this is what Coach Drew does. Get ready for that warm down. All right, I'll see you next. Final segment, I want to go ahead and break down some great 3-on-3 basketball. One thing about 3-on-3 basketball that I love the most is spacing. This is a great way for athletes, whether you're familiar with the 5-on-5 or the 3-on-3, this is a great way for us to get familiar with how to utilize that spacing. And one of the teams that do it the best is Lafayette. Now, you would think that the way I'm speaking about them, they won. They did not win. They did finish second to USA because USA had a more athletic team. But the way they utilize the spacing is beautiful. I have a video of them playing against Poland where they utilize off of a free throw. They are able to go ahead and get the ball back, move it around, utilize that spacing to create a pick, run around the pick, and attack the board. When you watch the play develop, you will see that the spacing of one man was able to dominate three others by leaving them watching. And we take, as we take a closer look at it, as it removes right off of the backboard, and they're going to set up for the shot, 
and that shot comes off of the backboard. They get it, boom, right into it, pass, give a go. They move that spacing. Now, with this, what happens when it takes place and that spacing before they get to the basket, it creates the foul. The reason it creates the foul is once they get that handoff pass, they eliminate the defense comfortability down there at their spacing. And they're able to utilize the spacing for the offense to get that defense to overreach, creating that foul. And this is the way we use spacing to dominate basketball. Whether it's getting a shot, whether it's getting a foul, whether it's even just getting an open look at the basket, space is important. We're going to have more breakdowns for you next week right here on the world of basketball. But right now, I want you to thank you for spending some time with Coach Drew. You guys, go ahead and hit the showers. Have a great one.